Have you struggled with self-confidence? Being over 50, I've had countless moments of self-doubt, from questioning my career choices to going through a divorce and trying to navigate the dating world as a single mom. Sometimes it feels like the doubts just keep piling up, but I know I'm not alone in this struggle. I am your host, Kelly Buckley, and I'm thrilled to be sharing the Beautifully Confident show, where we'll explore ways to grow our confidence inside and out. We'll hear from experts who have been through it all and learn practical tips for embracing our strengths and feeling more self-assured. I'm excited to embark on this journey of self-discovery and growth, and I hope you'll join me in overcoming our doubts and fears and become beautifully confident together. Hi, and welcome to the Beautifully Confident Show. I'm your host, Kelly Buckley, and I am so excited to introduce you to our guest today. Her passion is sharing about empathy. Oh my gosh, what better way to reclaim your confidence than showing empathy, living empathy through your leadership and accepting it into your life? Well, Dr. Ann Jenny's passion is sharing how how empathy has helped in her life. Let me tell you a little bit about her, and then you're going to hear from her. Dr. Anjani Mahabasha is a local physician in Pennsylvania. Apart from her passion for work, she is actively involved in community service in healthcare through various nonprofit organizations. She's delivered two impactful TEDx speeches and is passionate about speaking about empathy as a skill set for unprecedented success in professional and personal lives. You are going to get to hear from her and uh, please write a rating and review of what you hear and what you think about using empathy as a skill set. We would love to hear from you. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to introduce my guest to you today. We were just having a, a small conversation before we hit record and I am just blown away by what Jenny is doing with sharing empathy and how important it is in so many different facets. Welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. Hi, Kelly. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me, Kelly. And thank you so much for taking the time to create a platform for so many women to share their stories. And why is this important? Why do we have to share stories? Because that is important for other people to know that they're not alone. You know, there are resources and there are people who got through a lot of issues that they faced in their life. And I think it's very crucial to draw upon the experiences of other people and make your life easier. Who doesn't want to do it, right? Like, you know, why not take these tips and make your own life easy? So I love podcasts. I listen to a lot of them. I listen to some of yours and they're brilliant. So thanks so much for doing this for everybody. Absolutely. I, I do. I feel like what you're you're talking about with empathy and um, and relating it to our stories and how our listeners can can transfer that to themselves is, is so important. So can you tell us a, just a little bit about you and and how you got to where you are right now? Yeah, I would surely do that. I'm a physician. I'm a local physician. I work in Pennsylvania. I was born in India. And the reason I wanted to become a doctor, I was 
shit scared of doctors as a kid. And, you know, I would like find innovative ways to hide somewhere just because I didn't want to go to a doctor. Uh, but I wanted to become a doctor because I lost my father very early on, early on in my life. I was 12 and it was to a medical illness. And I really did not want anybody uh, to go through what I went through. I somehow had that sense at 12 that, you know, like we need to do something so that I don't, somebody doesn't go through what I went through. And I worked very hard in my life to become a doctor and connecting to the patients and um, seeing them walk out of the hospital when they got better and, you know, connecting with their families was very fulfilling. But unfortunately, uh, you know, twists happen in life. Life yeah. throws unexpected things at you. And I had an injury uh, on my job and I couldn't walk for a prolonged period of time which is why I couldn't really perform the duties of a physician that I had to, because as you know, physicians are on their feet all the time, you know, for 12 hours, seven days straight, sometimes 10 days straight, they're long hours. And uh, that was um, a very, very uh, low moment in my life where, you know, a 12 year old kid who wanted to become a doctor um, lost the entire career. And, you know, like I had to pivot to a completely different um career path, which was very uh, tough. But uh, of course, you know, that's when I bring in empathy as a skill set in three different ways and three different areas of my life. And the first uh, thing I would say is this is what the listeners will get as they go along. How do you use empathy as a skill set for your own self-growth and your own emotional intelligence? How do you talk to yourself? How do you understand your own emotions when you're facing with these kind of life challenging events. And the second part as we talk would be, how did my leaders who are super empathetic, you know, like help me adapt to these changes, major changes in my career, because the complexity that happen around these kind of transitions are beyond words. It's not at one aspect, it's your career, it's your personal life. It's moving into a completely different uh, place, you know, the geography of the place, you leave behind what you built already and you have to start fresh. So empathy in leadership is the second pillar that we're going to talk about. And the third pillar is uh, empathy in recognizing um, manipulative people, you know, toxic people. Oftentimes we face that too. So as we go along in my story, we're able to like touch, how do you use this skill set at each area of your life? So that's my introduction. And, you know, we can start from one, whatever you choose. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I, they are, they're all important. Um, and I, I feel like the first one is in particular, so important for women um, mm -hmm. because how they develop with their own personal growth with empathy is is just so important. So can you address a few points around that? Yes, again, it goes back to storytelling. And uh, what I'm saying here is empathy is understanding and sharing another person's emotions. And in order to do that effectively, you should understand yourself. And whatever your emotion is, I don't believe in numbing your emotions. I don't believe in replacing one emotion with another if you're feeling angry at one point and it's okay to feel that you know like probably something happened which is making you feel angry and there are people who told me that don't feel angry but you when you bottle up that I think it comes out later on in your life and when I explained that I had that injury and for 
uh, it was a very prolonged amount of time over an year that I was suffering, acutely suffering with a downward spiral in my life. Of course, there will be different emotions at different times. And I took time to feel all of them. You know, there was a lot of like, oh, I'll get better. You know, I'm a doctor. I know what to do. But it doesn't happen. And you're like, oh, my God. And then you're like, I am a human too. You know, like I can't heal any faster than I can or my body can. So accepting all those emotions and not really at that point, I think it's very crucial at that point to know what do you do? Who do you listen to? And it's not a wise idea to like suppress any kind of emotion because when you feel your emotions and you're less judgmental or non-judgmental to your own emotions, you will be uh, non-judgmental to other person who might be feeling the same emotions later on in your time. And you can say, I get it. I know what you're saying. You know, I, I felt that too. Um, of course, I felt stupid at that. At one point, I'm like, how could I do this? You know, and recently when my friend was crying and she said, I feel stupid, I'm like, I felt that too. And she felt so good. You know, like, I think um, that is very important that you feel your emotions and you are able to support another person. And it quickly helps you to bounce back when you're, when you're able to acknowledge your own emotions and you actually do it gracefully. When you accept that, yeah, I'm angry, you know, like I want to feel it at this point because what happened to me, it doesn't feel right. You know, whatever this person did to me or whatever it is, feel it and then move on and you do it very gracefully, but uh, not channeling it correctly or, you know, not feeling it and numbing it is something that shows up at a later point in a much more bigger magnitude, which is not helpful to anybody. doesn't help. I love that um, because I think especially as, as women, we're taught to suppress whatever emotions we have and mm -hmm. move on to the next thing, which is how we end up constantly like like a pinball, just doing our things and, and not feeling anything. And then, yes, uh, it shows up later in our relationships and how we feel towards ourselves. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for uh, acknowledging that. Yeah. Um, and then our next one. Oh, my gosh. As as a leader and and as a leader, how we treat others and and use our empathy. Can you share a little bit about that? Again, empathy and leadership so crucial. Of course, what would my leader do when I had my injury and you know I was not able to perform my duties? There's a schedule that had to be filled, you know, and I'm not working. She was so kind, so kind. I think um, just giving that space to me where I could cry. <laughs> Yeah. was so important and um understanding that you know like i went through phases of grief i was bargaining for the position i was doing all sorts of things and she she just soaked everything in and i think that was very important to treat me as a human and uh, stepping out of that boss's shoes or leader's shoes to be with the person and make them feel still wanted, still worthy is very important at that point, because especially if there is a high functioning person who has seen 
um, a lot of, you know, like, yeah, I can do this. You know, physicians are type A, completely type A personalities. So um, <laughs> when, you know, when you're, when you're having that ability to run at 100 miles per hour, but then, you know, you're like on crutches, you're not even able to like you do your day-to-day activities properly. That's already a big setback on a person's emotional and mental status. So as a leader, you know, like acknowledging that and creating a safe space and creating an opportunity for them to like, you know, maybe grow to a different role is very crucial. So at that time, I think my former boss was very, very nice. And um, I did apply to a different role, an administrative role, which is physician advisor. And it was a lot of uncertainty. You know, I didn't know anything about that role, but how my leader, my current boss received me was, I think it. those things remain with you, Kelly. Yeah. Uh, people forget what you said, but they always remember what how you made them feel. I think those all those nonverbal cues in terms of the first time he saw me, he smiled. I was in crutches, oh. he smiled. And he's 6'1", I'm 5'1". So... <laughs> but i'm on crutches so he slowed his strides down so that he could walk with me there are people who would walk before you and then wait for you there that is not the way you do you walk with a person however slow they're walking and that literally like i remember where he stood i remember how he smiled i remember how he walked with me um and this is almost three years back story I'm talking about. So people remember how you receive them, how you treat them. And there was a lot of um, adaptation that he had to do with me, right? Because I, I I had special needs. I didn't know how to do the job. So in the first year of my job, how he helped me learn the job and how he created a safe space where I didn't feel that I was given a wobbly chair to work. You know, okay, you know, any point we will remove you if you don't perform. Never, never, not once I felt that way. I was always given opportunities to learn. Everything was arranged. Or if I had to like probably leave 15 minutes early for my physical therapy, no issues, you know? And the first year of my job, I only like worked just to learn my job and, you know, learn the system and how do you communicate with different, different uh, people because it was no longer patient communication. It was actually communication with providers, with insurance companies, a totally different ball game. Again, you know, like all comes down to empathy as a skill set of how do I understand where they are coming from. However, I want to emphasize here about how my boss adapted to my growth. And in the second year, like I started, you know, like um, talking in podcasts or TEDx and he adapted to all of those things too. He never said one time that, why do you want to do this? Or, you know, like you have enough on your plate. Never, you know, he started seeing that I'm adapting and he adapted to those things as well. And that empathy to see that perspective that and and walk with the person. And now like, you know, I'm going higher and higher, but not once he said, do you really want to do this? You know, like I think my ability or disability has never come in my, in his way of uh, supporting me and that's what leaders have to do a lot of times um, I think it's very discouraging when somebody says do you really want to do this or um, do you and he never said that and I want to give him a credit here so much of credit in fact that um, I was appointed as a board of directors for um, an at a national level organization it's American College of Physician Advisors and when I said I want to apply for that role no questions asked, you know, like he was like, okay. And he supported me. He was so excited. Again, as a leader, 
empathy allows you to even be happy for people who work with you. That's yeah. very crucial. Empathy is not only like, you know, yeah, I want to sit with you when you're in a dark space, but also be happy. Every single time I achieved my former boss and my current boss, I text them. Like, it's almost like texting your friend. Uh-huh. Hey, I got this. <laughs> and they're so happy. You know, they, I think imagine leadership like a parent, right? How happy would you be that you picked up a person at their lowest point and they're like flying high now? Who wouldn't be happy? I think you have, as a leader, you have that uh, power. You you have a platform to uplift somebody. I think you should use it very wisely. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. What a story. And what, what take great takeaways though, that you had those kind of leaders ahead of you uh, because I think a lot of times something women do experience is they don't have that. Mm-hmm. So how amazing. Um, and then the takeaway of this is the kind of leader I want to be is, yes. is awesome. Um, and, and I love that. And, and I think that it is something we need to acknowledge and look at. And it's, it's actually something um, I was talking about today um, on one of my lives, and it's something I incorporate into my coaching program as well, is that reflective aspect of seeing what was good about this situation, what can I take away and, and move forward, um, and what people speak into us has such an impact you know, he definitely could have spoken negativity into you. And then, especially as women, we hang on to that and take it forward. Um, and it's it's not good. So uh, what great reflective things that, you know, that you did and acknowledged, you know, that you were able to move forward as a leader and see how this empathy really, really helped you. So that's, yeah. that's awesome. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. I always, uh, even I think it was day before yesterday, I had a call with and I'm like, how can I be you? You know, that's the inspiration <laughs> that you have to infuse into people who work with you, right? Like, you yeah. know, and he's like, oh, you need 20 plus years for that. I'm like, no, nope, I need everything, you know, <laughs> I'm giving you time. And <laughs> I want to like compress everything. So it's so inspirational. And the other little thing I want to add in empathy and leadership is, uh, not everybody is the same. Let's say you have ki- five kids. The needs of each kid are going to be different, especially, you know, and that way you have to tailor your leadership very specific to that employee because what motivates one person doesn't motivate another person. So I think you have to understand, you have to see their perspective. If you see my example, you know, what I needed in my first year of job is not what I need now. At that time, all I needed was, oh, my God, you know, I need to get better. I need to be able to walk without support. But here I am, you know, I want to like fly higher and higher. So I so even like people start expanding, people start evolving. And I think as a leader, you have to be aware of those uh, needs of your employees and adapt accordingly. So I think that he did beautifully. And I'm like, and still in awe, I don't know how he does it. That's awesome. Um, and then your last pillar that you talked about, I think mm-hmm. is is so important because I do think that empathy can be misconstrued. Mm-hmm. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Again, this came up because I've heard this over and over again from uh, a lot of my friends. And maybe initially I had that confusion too about uh, empathy and compassion and you know how you're taken advantage of. So let's go back to again, what is empathy? Empathy is the ability to understand and share other person's feelings. So if you're using that skill set correctly and you understand what it is, 
which means that you're also able to understand and pick up on negative or toxic intentions of people. People mm. are always there to manipulate. They always make you are the feel that you are the crazy one. You know, they they kind yeah. of shift what is being said in a in a few sentences and you're like no that's not what happened you know and it's very crucial to recognize those kind of behaviors very early on and set boundaries of course you know the boundaries again nothing is a big yes or no um it could be a big no it's all right when you have to do that and i would not say don't do it because it all depends on where you are on the spectrum but empathy allows you to see the perspective see what is happening there and quietly find a non-conflict way of getting out of the situation or setting those boundaries with the person um and that is very crucial because imagine when you're building a beautiful life it's like a garden and yeah. you can't ask the weeds why are you here there will be weeds <laughs> yes <will> be absolutely <laughs> you know if you have a beautiful garden you're glowing there will be weeds you know there will be people who would want to like take a, a little bit of your shine a little bit of your you know and it's okay you know you it's it's one thing to empower people it's one thing people trying to pull you down or you know infuse any kind of negativity into your life and empathy allows you to recognize who's doing what and um again at that point if you're not able to set a boundary it's not empathy is not the problem there it's something else what is it are you scared is it your fear of being alone or whatever it is i think it's important to go back to our first point of using empathy as a skill set to understand yourself and work on those emotions of fear of being alone or fear of you know not progressing in your workplace if you are setting this boundary which is which is crucial at that time so i think um i would say using empathy as a skill set so maybe sometimes take a relationship slow whichever relationship it is take it slow um give yourself time to understand a person and see how they are reacting and recognize those red flags and it's always important to take a step back or set a firm boundary so i i feel uh, people should not confuse compassion to getting into trouble with something that you know the i was too compassionate to let this person hurt me i think if you use empathy as a skill set and use it correctly you will not uh, go that far and the road to compassion is through boundaries that is very crucial oh my goodness yes and uh, women need to hear that especially because yeah. i think women tend to just want to be everything to everyone and not mm -hmm. use that setting boundaries or look at it as a, a conflict and it's not a conflict it can just be i'm setting these boundaries for myself mm -hmm. and i think that's great it just is incorporated right into our self care so i love that thank you for sharing that thank you and when you are using empathy as a skill set you're operating at this high level it's it's a very high operational level when you use empathy as a skill set it's a superpower and uh, it's also very crucial to understand that not everybody can operate or are at that growth curve in their life yeah. to operate at that level and when there is a mismatch i think it's important to understand that 
I see your perspective. I don't have to agree with it. Empathy doesn't mean agreement. It's o- it only means I see your perspective. If I if yeah. there is a disagreement, how do I talk about this? Is it's something very different? Again, you have to learn that skill set in individual settings, whether it is you know your workplace or your personal relationships. Uh, but recognizing and at least knowing the basics of empathy is quite crucial, and then you build upon that. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And my last question that I love to ask my guests Mm -hmm. is, what does it mean to be beautifully confident to you? Beautifully confident to me would be exactly in a nutshell of what I said. It's learning to set boundaries and learning to elevate others while you elevate yourself. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate this whole conversation. And I know that our listeners are going to get so much from it. Thank Thank you you. so much, Kelly. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thank you. Are you fed up with feeling exhausted and drained? I was some years ago until I took action to reclaim my confidence. Are you ready to regain your self-assurance and dive into a fulfilling professional journey that you adore? It's time to embrace the perfect blend of self-care and effective time management. Book a strategy call with me on my Beautifully Confident podcast website, where we'll team up and design a seamless work-life action plan tailored just for you. Take a peek at my 12-week She Elevates Now program, where we delve into the depths and establish lasting habits that will transform your life. Let's partner up and make magic happen. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review and share this with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you in your beauty and confidence journey, visit my website at beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com.